I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries five games yesterday but five games of the highest quality i would say uh the least interesting game in all of that was the bulls struggling to the beat Lakers. the wizards which oh. they eventually did uh kd dropped 41 on the pistons and those are the games that nobody even remembers or is talking about luka dropped a masterclass on the lakers uh, they scored 82 in the first half that's the highest that the lakers franchise have given up since they moved to la in one half 82 points in one half and then you thought that would be the best game of the day because you saw one of the top players in the league put on a show that on most days would be the show of the day or the performance of the day but then you had the clash of the mvp contenders yanis taking on embiid and yanis went on this tear he went on a 15 run, uh, 15 point run in the third quarter when the bucks were trailing by the bucks were yeah. trailing big and even a 15 point run and then he got a game winning block on M- on the other mvp contender embiid Yep. Uh, just before that, their acquisition, the great acquisition, James Harden missed a game-winning shot, after which Giannis had to make that block. He's just showing everyone why he is the best defender in the league. Uh, not just the best defender, he's also showing everyone why he's the best player in the league because he always turns up yep. for his big games. When was the last time you saw Giannis not turn up for a big game, right? Yeah. And then you thought, okay, you had a great day of performances, great, uh, great day of basketball, and all of that. And then you saw the Clippers come back from twenty-five down again. I think this is the third time this season where they come back from twenty-five mm-hmm. down uh, to uh, against the Utah Jazz. This was a repeat of Game Six in last year's uh, Western Conference Finals. Paul George back, scored thirty-four points. Uh, we'll talk a lot about the Clippers, I'm sure, in today's episode. So let's get started. Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one, or simply a sports enthusiast, join us, Tanvi and Shlok. We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset, and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's gonna be lit. Let's start off with the Sixers Bucks game because uh, that was the biggest game of the night. Uh, two. teams in the top 4 in the eastern conference hardly separated by half a game one game something mm-hmm. like that because that mm-hmm. keeps changing every single day and it difficult to keep track yep. the milwaukee bucks won 118 116 james harden scored 32 but he had a terrible night because it really well he'll get you 30 points it's not surprising anymore but you really need to turn up in these big moments and he did not embiid got 29 14 and 7 he was well guarded by yanis no surprises there tobias harris contributed 22 But the Milwaukee big three: Giannis, forty, fourteen, and six; Drew Holiday, eighteen, eight, and ten; Middleton, twenty-two, nine, and seven. All of the three big guys showed up, and this is how uh, the Milwaukee Bucks will look come playoff time. And Brooklopper is back, back among the Brooke points. Brooklopper is back, yeah, yeah. A great defender again, great defense uh, yesterday. This is a possible finals matchup now, given that Boston Celtics had a big injury. Uh, Robert But... Williams got injured. Miami Heat. will not make the conference final i'm not i'm not banking on them not counting them boston celtics are my other team that would make yeah, now it's either I mean. brooklyn nets boston and milwaukee right. it's down to 
I mean, sorry, Brooklyn Nets, Philadelphia 76ers, and Milwaukee. Okay. I think right. it's down to these three teams now. Mm-hmm. And so this is a possible finals matchup if they don't meet beforehand, right? Now, whatever said and done, I don't see the Sixers beating Brooklyn Nets because the Nets are strong, and I don't see the Sixers beating the Bucks. Uh, it's not even going to be close in my opinion because. Every time I see Embiid and Harden down the stretch when it matters, Embiid, especially if he's played over 35 minutes, he's, does, he's, he's not the yeah, same player. Yeah, he tends to start looking worn out. Exactly. He's not the same player. And yeah. James Harden in big moments, I just cannot count on him. Hmm. And that, if you eliminate that team, then there's Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. Now, at least, are we talking about the Bucks as clear contenders in the East? I know we have, but should everyone be sitting up and taking notice at least now? No, I don't think so. I think, um, so the reason why the Bucks, I don't know if it's the reason why, but the team uh, that were favored over the Bucks for long this season, and this is even before the Warriors started showing up, like preseason mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets were, de- uh, you know, declared the prohibitive favorites. And then it, it didn't waver one bit, not when Harden tanked, not when KD went out injured, not when they started dropping ranks for fun. Not when Kyrie declared whatever he declared and the world found out he can't um, play half the games. Unwavering faith. Brooklyn Nets, odds on favorites. I, th- I think some of that faith dwindled over time, but for, for far too long, they were placed number one uh, when they had no business being placed number one, or at least not over the defending champs. I don't know if that will change now. If anything, they should mm-hmm. get a little more confidence because now that KD is back, he's dropping bombs. Kyrie is playing as as well as ever. They acquired a bunch of pieces, a whole bunch of pieces, uh, um, you know, to to beef up their perimeter shooting and their bench. So now mm-hmm. for them, and they got Drummond. And so they got these interesting pieces that, uh, uh, you know, they have these interesting pieces now that do stuff that the Brooklyn Nets need them to do, and they don't do anything else very well. And that's okay for the Nets, just because of how uniquely they're set up. Like, Drummond would not have this kind of value on other franchises. Um, yep. All he does is get rebounds. Uh, all he screws up are, are shots at the other end. They don't need him to take shots, they just need him to get rebounds. Fantastic. Perfect. Ben Simmons, elite defender. I, I, I still think he can become an elite attacker. It's just that he has to go into the Giannis mold, where over time he has to develop a shot and also uh, some other post moves and stuff like that. But but for now, any defender tends to be a liability on offense, especially in the big games. Great, they, they don't need him to shoot. They just need him to defend. So they've got all these interesting pieces. Uh, if anything, the confidence should go up, uh, dented only mm-hmm. by the fact that maybe, just maybe Ben Simmons won't play this season. Yep. So yep. I don't know about the odds, but I'm I'm shining firm. I think it's bucks, bucks so or bust think- for me. Yeah, okay. So, do you think KD and Kyrie themselves, like given the current situation, given the present day situation, Ben Simmons not available, let's take it at that. KD, mm-hmm. Kyrie and KD, good enough to go all the way? KD himself almost was last season. Add Kyrie to that mix without a defense because the defense sucks right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think, still think they're good enough to beat I, the Celtics or the Sixers or the Bucks? Oh, yeah, I mean, Celtics, sure. Sixers, sure. Bucks, that's Sixers, where, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's Obviously, where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. No, because okay. um, I mean the thing for me, the thing is uh with the Sixers, they've got Harden and Embiid, and that's mm-hmm. largely it. They have some pieces in and around the Stopas Harris, this, that, blah, blah, blah. But 
you know you don't go into a playoff series fearing Tobias Harris or or what what Max is going to put up on on offense. You should respect Thibault's defense, and you should you should fear Embiid and Harden's offense. Problem is, um, the first question we've got to ask ourselves is: Are Brooklyn Nets good enough to push the game close each game mm-hmm. that they play mm-hmm. in the series? They are. Of course, they are. Of course. The tighter it gets at the end, the Brooklyn Nets have two ice cold finishers True. in Durant True. and Kyrie. Just True. ice cold. Kyrie hit the shot of shots, uh, and he's done that a bunch of times since. Absolutely. Um, and they've got shooters, so you know the the two ice cold finishers draw enough attention that they can get their shooters open, and they've got people to knock down shots. So they've got all of that going for them. What do the 76ers have? They lost some of that shooting firepower. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, I don't know if Danny Green rolls back the clock five years, maybe, but they've lost nah, a lot of that he's shooting. Not the same player. <laughs> Correct. Um, uh, firepower, um, and and also they have in two superstars, one MVP candidate who the longer he plays in a game, the less effective he becomes. He yeah. starts tiring out. His his conditioning is just not at that level. And this is again where Giannis separates himself from from yep. all of the others in his conversation. Um, there, there you got that issue. And then you've got the problem of James Harden, who is hit and miss. Like he, he didn't have a bad game at all against the Bucks, to be honest. Like shot yeah. great, forty percent from three, free throws immaculate as always. Did everything right. Um, it, it's just you know tough night. First of all, Bucks had three players doing that. Seventy Sixers yeah. had two, and yeah. game on the line. The Seventy Sixers uh, couldn't get it done, and the Bucks held their nerve, including that block from Giannis. Where there's always a block from Giannis in these games. Yep. Um, and and so they they prevailed. Now, something like that can very well happen against uh, the Nets, where if it gets tight, which means Embiid's played minutes, that's going to be a problem. Uh, yep. If it gets tight, Harden uh, will have to make some big shots. I'm not saying he's bad. I think he gets a lot of hate for this, but he, I won't rely on him as much as I would KD uh, or Kyrie or yep. any of the Nets shooters in case KD and Kyrie get uh, enough defensive heat that they find uh, find an open man. So for that reason, I'm banking on them. 76ers for sure. Bucks, that that's the challenge. Of course, uh, just enjoying the buck, uh, watching the Bucks play off yeah. late because uh, they're in playoff mode right now. You see that they're running through teams. They're playing hard every single night. At the same time, they're experimenting. They're getting the guys in minutes as well because Yanis missed a couple of games before this, and now yeah. uh, you kind of feel like this team is now ready to make the next make the push for the playoffs, right? So this is this is awesome to watch. Speaking uh, of the, right the game. Time. Yeah, peaking at the right time. That's exactly mm-hmm. the word I was going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers as Mavs, 110-128, 82 in the first half. Luka Doncic, incredible, <clears throat> incredible. Uh, I think he's put himself in the top five MVP candidates in, <laughs> by himself because uh, Jean Morant has missed a bunch of games. Yep. I, I don't think Devin Booker belongs there. And nope. Not probably, really young because of the league position. That's Of course problem. not. Uh, yeah. Steph Curry has shot himself out uh, long yep. back. Uh, the top three, Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, in whatever order, that's yeah. still up for debate. Uh, although we, I think we both yeah, think Giannis, Giannis is one. Yeah, so let's not get into that conversation. It's very <laughs> tempting. <laughs> but I think uh, Tatum and Luka Doncic have pushed themselves in the top five. Just given the run or the tear they have. Tatum, you could still say debatable. Okay, I'll agree. Jamorant has not played enough games for me to be there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, so, I, I, and even if he had, I don't think Jamorant... Uh, yeah, well, okay. If he if this record still stands and w- were he around, I'm sure he would have had spectacular numbers. So maybe, maybe. But yeah, he's missed too many games. Um, it's like Zion playing out the season and thinking he has a shot yeah. over. <laughs> oh, oh, ja, oh, well, how about it? Oh, ja, in that season. So um, 
Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, Lucas. Lucas up there. I was, I was watching some old videos on YouTube, and this was. So I found some video that that had Paul Pierce, and I immediately mm-hmm. clicked because I'm like, who the hell got him back on TV after that whole, mm-hmm. you know, the smoke and the drugs yep. and the yep. Lucas fiasco. So I clicked, and it, but I also clicked because it said Luka Doncic top five player uh, in the okay. league, skill wise, okay. skill wise. Okay. And I clicked, and I'm listening. It's making a lot of sense. It's making a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great stuff. And, and then I was taken aback a bit when he said, also the season when he came back this season, he looked in much better shape than than he's been since he entered the league. And I'm like, wait, hold on, <laughs> that doesn't sound like this season. And I scroll down, I see the mm-hmm. timestamp is 2019. It's three years ago. Because okay. this season he didn't start very well, yep. but yep. why does he get back in form uh, and how? Um, it holds true even today. I think skill wise, uh, he has such a diverse skill set. And yep. there are very, very few players who can match. Jokic, maybe. Um, uh, Jokic and Doncic, the two European, the European <laughs> brothers. And then uh, who who do you put in that category, really? I, I'm struggling to think. Thinking, I mean, um, with these two guys, it's like you can get to anywhere on the court, wherever you want yeah. to be. Nobody's stopping you. And you can get at whatever shot you want and it'll go in, right? That is the kind of skill you're talking about. Especially mm-hmm. in the clutch, right? I think where Giannis really, uh, sorry, where Luca really elevates, yeah. Giannis of course also, but where Luca really elevates is in the clutch, it's, I don't even know if this is LeBron, it's, I've seen highlights of magic. Right? Yep. And it's like that, that surgical picking a defense apart. Yep. Uh, very Chuck the India, very famous <laughs> behind the back. <laughs> um, and that's, that's astounding at his age, very few people have the ability to both score the way he does and and grab rebounds and all of that uh, and stuff the stat sheet, but also really do it when it counts. This is not yep. a Russell Westbrook empty yep. triple double. Like we're shitting on Westbrook again. I didn't mean to. Do that, he had a decent game and all of that. <laughs> Malik Monk yep. outscored him. Malik Monk. Yep. Yep. He's yep. by the way my Lakers MVP. I reiterate, uh, he outscored him. But but yeah, but yeah, it means something when Luca drops most of his numbers and. And and him in the clutch is just it's it's special to watch. He's not as great yeah. a shooter in the clutch. We remember the shots that go in, but we always forget yeah. the ones that don't. There's yeah. a bunch that don't. Um, yeah. But but in general, he's a great decision maker and a leader in the clutch, and that's what I uh, I find quite quite impressive about him at the, at the yeah. age. Hey everybody! It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network on Think Fast, which is that invited me to talk about the evolution of the audio industry. And besides the audio industry, we talked about a whole bunch of other things like the Zomato Blinken potential merger, the Mumbai 2050 climate plan, and a whole bunch of other things. Fun episode. Do check that out. On Press Decode, Sarah Vakta, Prafula, and Nivedita discuss the accuracy of the Kashmir files and associated movie politics. On The Longest Constitution, Priya examines the issue of livelihood along with why women aren't a part of parliament. On Say No to Drama, Chetna explains why you should celebrate filing your income tax rather than feeling bad about it. And on All Things Policy, the Takshashila folk discuss India's reserves of oil in light of the oil supply shock created by the Russia-Ukraine war. Do follow us on social media. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. And don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Also remember, we're on YouTube. You can check us out on ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube and get a list of all the YouTube channels we have active at this point. 
I'd also like to make a quick note that we're doing a small listener survey and it would really help us if you could fill that out. You can go to ivmpodcast.com slash survey. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, SBI Life Insurance and India Water Portal. Thank you so much for making this possible. Yeah, when I started talking about this game, I actually wanted to talk a little bit more about the Lakers than about nope. Luka. So, nope. <laughs> and I can see that you successfully tried to avoid that, but nope. until now. <laughs> now, with the loss yesterday, Lakers have dropped outside the playing spot. They're in 11th position. Uh, they started off the season, as looking at when did this all go bad, right? They started off the season 19 and 20, almost a 500 record. Yeah. And then, since then, in the next 34 games, they won, not the next 34, the last 34 games, they've just won 10 of the last 34. Yeah. Uh, in the next seven games left in the season, they play the top six, uh, five of the top six in the Western Conference and Pelicans and OKC. First of all, uh, LeBron missed yesterday's game due to an ankle yeah. soreness. Do you think uh, LeBron's done for the season? He's like, okay, this team is going nowhere. I don't want to humiliate myself. I'll just sit out the rest of the season. I know he did twist his ankle, so he's not faking that. But after he twisted that ankle, he played two quarters. He got injured in the second quarter. He yeah. played the yeah, entire yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Is this a mysterious injury or you think he's going to be back and Eddie's going to be back and they're still going to give this fight till the last day? It's a crying fucking shame if they don't. Um, that's what I believe. They're they're out of the plane spots right now. But I mean, they're tied with the Spurs. The Spurs are going to drop games. It's not like they're, they're particularly invincible either. And they're going to drop games. You'll get opportunities. Um, Pelicans might even drop a game here and there. And who knows? You have a shot at ninth. So it's it's not... Um, it's not game over, but it is almost, almost close to being game over. It would be a shame, though, for anyone to sit out. Like, if if Portland sits their players out, I understand. Mm-hmm. With everyone back, the fuck are you going to do anyway? This season's gone. You've got to rebuild yeah. in the offseason. Okay, I get it. Um, but with the Lakers, first of all, it's, it's a crying shame that they're even in this spot. Yeah. And if they're yeah. going to play for pride, they might as well salvage some. And LeBron, LeBron's big on narrative, right? So what's he thinking about his current narrative? So he's one is bubble chip, which mm-hmm. is as good as any chip. I don't care what people say. So he yeah. won that. And then the season after that, he got tossed in the first round. Yeah. His team got bounced. That never happened. First time in his career. First round bounce. Boom. So is this is this the tapering down? Is this the uh, you know, highway to retirement that LeBron's on? That's what the narrative looks like. Went out, yeah. won the chip, immediate next season, went out in the first round, immediate next season, didn't even make the play-in games. And he chose yeah. to sit out. Like That's that's a little too defeatist. Uh, not very great for, for his legacy. It's something that if he cares about the GOAT debate for the next 20 years, he's mm-hmm. going to know this will be brought up. If he sits out uh, <laughs> the end of the season, this will be brought up. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think they should do that. Uh, I think if anything, Westbrook should sit. Um, and somehow if they can bring back LeBron and AD, they should go for it. If it happens, it happens. If they get their foot into the planes, actually mm-hmm. they've got plenty of rest. I know they've been playing games, but the big the big guys have barely been been sweating it. AD's been chilling for I don't know how long. Uh, Westbrook really doesn't need rest. He's in peak conditioning. The problem is with his game, not with his fitness. Um, with LeBron also, I think he's got rest here and there every year. So. Uh, they're actually good to go and make a run for the playoffs if they actually make the play mm-hmm. games and if they can sort their shit out. If it doesn't hasn't happen, it doesn't happen. The, hasn't that been the story of the season? Like, every time you see Lakers uh, screw up a game and you'll be like, yeah, they still have LeBron and AD and they can still make a run. <laughs> they lost. No, no, I don't believe they can. 
I'm saying uh-huh. they should be uh-huh. there. I think they, I I thought they were done long ago. Like the season is okay. over. Okay. What's not acceptable is for the players who get paid all those millions to say, "Yeah, well, you guys know it's over. We agree. Fuck it. Let's not. Let's not even bother <laughs> playing." That is not okay. I mean, we always said that put LeBron in the playoffs and he'll carry you, right? Is that narrative over now? Is that story over? I mean, these narratives are always there's a lot of hyperbole associated with these narratives, so that means there's always a lot of he's proven it time and again, right? Except no, I'm saying, last... but there's enough loopholes there to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to say yeah, it's it you know, it still hasn't been uh, disproved. It's like with yeah. Jordan, right? You'll say yeah. Yeah. he's unbeatable in the playoffs. He's this, he's that. But, but yeah, but before Pippen, he got bounced a bunch of times in the in the playoffs. Yeah. He couldn't get, yeah. uh, get past uh, a lot of teams. He couldn't make the playoffs this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the wizards he just stunk it up yeah. uh, and you know the problem with building up demigod statuses is is then you you have enough excuses to defend so that was before he had a team or he was alone what does he do jord uh, but wizards he was old so with lebron mm-hmm. there's, there's a bunch of excuses also he's old uh, it only happened once last season and you know he yeah. was he was in fate his superstar was in fate what are you going to do This season, same story. You can give the you know AD was in fit. LeBron had injuries. Like yada yada yada. So there's always going to be excuses. I I mean it's a nice thing to say, but right now forget the playoffs. I think uh, I'd like to say put time. LeBron in the yeah just put <laughs> LeBron in the team. They'll make it to the play. It's a guarantee. That's the new narrative I want. Okay. To okay. Uh, they have the toughest second toughest schedule left in the league. The Spurs yeah. although have the fifth toughest schedule. So I think Lakers facing. Jazz, Denver, Warriors, Denver twice. In fact, Warriors, and I think there's a Phoenix Sun game in there somewhere as well. That's mm-hmm. tough. I mean, how do you beat any Jokic twice? Warriors, you can beat, of course, given the current form. Uh, I don't. Okay, so you can win, of course. Pelicans, you have to win because you can't give them that edge. So and you can't games. give them two uh, two wins within like fifteen days. That's just embarrassing. That's the yep. team. Who superstar you took away and filled with all of the youngsters <laughs> you didn't want who are coming back and beating you twice in a fortnight? What the fuck? <laughs> They can't let that happen. Um, I think barring Phoenix, they're all beatable. Uh, for the Lakers specifically, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. LeBron plays and if I mean if AD plays, it's a different story. But if even LeBron plays, I think Denver is 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 beatable as a matchup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twice okay. possible depends on how driven these guys are. The challenge is Phoenix. uh pelicans are tricky though denver are a better team sometimes it's just matchups are weird like this uh pelicans are a little tricky for the lakers and utah is the next game so i miss yeah, that yeah utah you know you know what i feel about five consecutive uh, losses yeah, so yeah, they best time to meet them <laughs> yeah fuck fuck utah it's just not I, they i mean I, my my heart aches every time i see poor old donovan mitchell do everything he can and just He Just forgot how many timeouts were left. He he forgot that they were out of timeouts and involved in the court uh, in a close hey, game. And then Brady forgot what down it was. Everyone gets one pass in their career. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody. Okay, just... Well, Donovan Mitchell still did an inconsequential game. Yeah, uh, and he also he was the only guy doing anything on on that team. I know they had a bunch of people yeah, put up double yep, digits yep. and stuff, but yep. it was really he was running the show. So yep, yep. what are you gonna do? What he did have though is uh, you you can't have Paul George coming off of God knows how many weeks of. uh injury coming back and outscoring you that's just that's a little disappointing to see but yeah. anyway that's I know Utah. yeah i know i mentioned inconsequential for utah and it's important because now they've dropped to fifth spot uh, level on points level on wins with denver nuggets yeah it is of course uh, yeah because the denver nuggets could leapfrog them minnesota timberwolves are just one and a half game below yeah. if they somehow uh, if they somehow catch up 
Uh, Denver play Minnesota, by the way, on Friday. That's yeah. going to be a fun That's game. A big one. Be- yeah. Because given the 6-7 standing. Mm. But if Utah slipped to the 7th, that's trouble. You're facing Clippers again. You play again. the Clippers in the play. <laughs> you play the Clippers again. And then given that you might lose that game, you'll end up playing Lakers, Pelicans, Spurs. Uh, excuse me, you'll uh, end up playing Pelicans or the Spurs. That's, that's <laughs> how it's going to be. I, I asked for effort. I didn't say the Lakers would actually make it. I mean, given all of the unpredictability associated with one game, you want yeah. to avoid the play. And I mean, there is no way Utah of all teams would be in the plane, right? I, it yeah. Was not... yeah, it's insane. They topped the league. I mean, they, yep. the league, yeah, they topped the league last season, not just the... Yep, and they were third for the season for a long time before Memphis leapfrogged them, yeah. before uh, now the Mavs have leapfrogged them. So that's important. Mavs are just uh, one game behind the Warriors. Yeah, game behind the Warriors. I just love that. How huh? did that happen? Because the, if you remember, the Warriors wow. run at the start of the season. Yeah. And the Mavs run at the start of the season. This was... Nobody imagined this. Now, it's important because the Mavs might go to third spot. What it does for the Warriors is they'll have to face the Phoenix Suns in the second uh, second yeah. round, if correct. they win the first round. Correct, that correct. Is. Yeah. Now, yes, you will have to face the Phoenix Suns sometime or the other, so I'm not complaining about that. But the rest of the bracket, the other side of the bracket, will be celebrating because you don't have to knock out both the Suns and the Warriors. They'll One of them will knock one each of them, other yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, teams like Mavs, teams like Memphis, they'll be celebrating because you don't have to face both those teams. And that's a big thing. In, I mean, I don't think it gets enough attention. I think that's a big thing. Do you agree? No, I do. And and if you are the Mavs, and that's the one that interests me here. If they've got so much incentive to jump to the third spot. Yep. Um, because A, that guarantees they'll only have to play, assuming they go all the way, one of mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns or Golden State. Yep. Assuming both of them, one of them at least gets to the finals. Yeah. That's that's win one A. Win one B is if they finish third. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they play against the sixth placed team, which right? is Denver, Utah, or yeah. Minnesota. Right, which is which is okay. I think Minnesota are, are going to be a bit of a pain for them. I think the other two they can take the maps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but even Minnesota, I think all those three youngsters combined first time in the playoffs uh, against Luca, who frankly is like IQ wise, he's a cut above, and and he's been there before. And he has, um, he has playoff burns. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. He's, he, those battle scars. So I'd fancy that. Now, let's say he gets past the first round, right? The Mavs get past the, the first round. Who do they Memphis. Face? Memphis, yeah, most probably. I mean, or good matchup. Okay. Good, Clippers, wouldn't they love to face the Clippers? Uh, yep. Memphis, oh, good man. matchup too. Uh, wouldn't we love to see that? I don't care who wins. Clippers against the Mavs. Third round three. In a row. Yep. Round yep. three yep. Let's go. But um, it's a clean path to the finals. Yep. Uh, a lot cleaner than having to run through Phoenix or, or Golden State. Let them do it out, kill each other, and somebody gets to the finals. And come tired to the finals. Yeah, Whoever yeah, wins, right? See. And yeah, so it's, Mavs... it's it's basically the number one and number three draft pick who got swapped. One of them <laughs> made the Eastern Finals last year. There is a path if yep. the Mavs go third for yep. Luca to repeat that and and uh, prove again that that trade was largely meaningless. 100% agree. Uh, big games tonight. Uh, Warriors taking on the Phoenix Suns. It would have been a big game uh, if I had spoken about this <laughs> two months ago. But I yeah, think the Phoenix no, Suns are... Browns. Phoenix Suns have won 61 games and lost just 14. Four of those came recently when Paul uh, Chris Paul was out. That's that's an insane <laughs> that does not get enough attention. And this is a stat yeah. that I dug up for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been eight instances of a team winning the league by eight points or uh, eight games or more. Mm-hmm. Eight instances. All of those eight have gone on to win the title. So if you're betting money on Phoenix Suns, you have like, based on history, you have a 100% chance of winning. By eight uh, games or more? So somebody was close to the Warriors when they got their all-time record? 
that should have been a case of because they lost right when they went 70 what, what is it 72 and 9 or Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. Three and nine, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah, was that was the one exception. It probably it was not uh, eight. I I need to check up the. Uh, yeah, or that, or but... maybe somebody was close. I don't quite remember. Yeah, because you said yeah. within eight games, right? Somebody yes. should have been. Within... This is entire league, by the way, not just the. Conference. Right, right. So maybe somebody in the East was that. That would probably be the only explanation. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's insane. Uh, that that's an insane run, and it's crazy to imagine that this. By the way, this is three-peat Lakers level this regular season so yep. far yep. on numbers. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They're on course to win 65, 66, 67 games even. And yeah, yeah. That's, that's Doesn't crazy. impress the Warriors, but impresses most of... Well, the, the Warriors were a different team. So, that you're talking about an all-time team, right? But for this... Well, nah, sense, not the, no, the 73 and 9. They didn't have KD in the 73 They didn't have KD, nine. but uh, still, Clay, uh, yeah. Steph and Draymond so, yeah, were still Paul, awesome. Devin Booker and, and DeAndre Ayton, do not forget. Not the same level. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> Bridges, Ayton, uh, I knew I was joking. So. Camp, campaign, <laughs> what the fuck? All right, then uh, we'll come right. back and talk tomorrow about this game. Yes, uh, it'll be fun to watch a lot of other games as well. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of busy, uh, a busy evening I can anticipate. But yep. uh, that's all on today's episode and I'll catch you tomorrow. All right, please. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.